You are listening to the forecast from Four Fields of Anfield Road, the world's international LFC podcast. I think it was time that we show up again. Um, it's a good development in Liverpool in the moment. Nice, nice moment. But then, then, but if you don't show up in a competition like the Champions League, then nobody really will realize it. So I'm happy for all the people involved that that's, that we made that step. Yeah, probably if you win the first or if you draw in the first game in the away game in the knockout stage and you win then at home, then it feels maybe different than tonight. But um, the maximum you can reach and achieve is the next round. And we did that quite in a quite comfortable way. The next round will be very difficult. I think that's clear. We have a lot of good teams. Uh, exactly seven other very good teams uh, will be then involved. Um, so maybe five of them, uh, four of them are then from from England well, that's make it easier to be honest um, but uh, I think we, we will have a chance for sure to, to go to the, to, to the semis then. We built this city We built this city on rock and roll We built this city We built this city on rock and Welcome everyone, this is your host Adi and I have an interesting episode lined up for you. We are going to be reviewing uh, the Porto game and the upcoming game versus the Scums. Welcome to all of our listeners. This is Forecast, uh, an international community of Reds. Uh, you can find us at www.foresight.com and today, as always, I have a couple of very, very interesting guests. First of all, we have Akash, who's based out of Hyderabad in India. He's a long-time nine-year supporter, looking to get on to his 10th year and finally, you know, us winning the league in the 10th year. So, say hi, Akash. Hi, everyone. Uh, I'm from Hyderabad. I like your fur. Uh, nine, nine years with, with the same club. Obviously, all my life with the same club. Uh, <laughs> the only thing I want to see, Liverpool lift the trophy, the Premier League trophy. And, Absolutely, and all yeah. our all our squad have their medals. Put it on Steven Gerrard. That's what I want to see. Hopefully, hopefully, it's going to be a you lucky, you know, with all of our squads lifting their medals. So let's hope so. Uh, we also have a very another very interesting guest. We have Nikhil, um, who's uh, basically done something very interesting. He's gone up all the way to the Himalayas. Gone up, taken himself. Dragged his ass up to 17,000 feet and put up a massive Liverpool FC banner. So, hi Nikhil, welcome to the show. Uh, thank you, Adi. And we are going to win the Premier League and Champions League, but we are going to smash the scums this Saturday first. <laughs> I, I, I really hope so. I really hope so. It's, it's something that uh, I really want to see and, you know, it's been a while coming. All right, great, awesome. Thank you guys for joining on. Um, uh, before we uh, kind of move on to the Scums game, there's obviously the game versus uh, Porto to discuss. Um, well, we were carrying a handsome final lead away from the first leg. Um, there didn't really seem much incentive for us to, you know, take the game by the scruff of its neck and do anything more. 
um considering that uh, were you guys uh, you know one hap- so klopp did mention pre game that he is going to field a strong lineup so akash were you happy that it was a strongish lineup you know we didn't have sala and van dyke but it seemed like a pretty strong lineup even though we were 5-0 ahead from the first leg uh yeah yeah it's always good to have that rhythm with you uh, there was no point having our front three sit at the bench and have the same score lines always better to have them you know playing every week uh, playing twice a week uh, you could see farmina uh, still doing the same same amount of work that he usually does so yeah completely happy with the performance uh, not the score line no uh, but we could have easily won it to nil in the end so we're in we're into the quarter finals for the first time in a in a while so it's all, it's all good it is it is all good we are into the quarter finals after quite a while nikhil how does it feel you know i mean we got a draw from last night but we're into the quarter finals man and it has been years for coming how does it feel yeah it feels great <clears throat> to be in the quarters after 9 years and uh, about the yesterday's game we had a couple of chances mane missed couple of chances but it was a good game and we lacked a bit of creativity mainly from coming from chamberlain that we missed and i'm happy with the 0-0 and it's law of averages so the go- goals will come in next maybe quarter finals or semi finals and one fact is that in 2009 we beat a portuguese side in quarter finals that too with the 5-0 aggregate and the following up following week we beat the scums 4-1 So, looking forward to the same thing this time also. Uh, <laughs> adding to that, uh, I think, if I'm not wrong, uh, we very rarely missed out on scoring on two consecutive games on the club. So, I don't see another 0-0 at Old Trafford. Uh, we will score. We will, we will break them down. Yeah. So, it, it, it will be interesting. It, it will be interesting, you know, and uh, there are a couple of couple of things to discuss about that game but uh, before i do um, also you know uh, so who do you fancy as you know opponents for the next round uh, uh, akash do you would you like somebody who's you know a little easy you know maybe we might just get past them i mean it is the quarters there are no easy teams but if you had to face a team you know who do you like to play in the quarters uh, if you're asking me i'd love to see tottenham win today and uh, draw us if not beaten them this season so hand them a lesson again would be good <laughs> yeah, they they uh, they've generally kind of been a whipping boys haven't they but this season they've ex- escaped the whipping uh yeah i mean uh, the first leg it was lavren to be honest i know we could have still come back at it but it was lavren uh, at anfield let's not talk about it we were when we should have won it so yeah we not one bit scared of them no uh, Yeah, I'm sure we will. We will uh, teach them, teach them what it is to be in Europe. If you do, <laughs> all right. Yeah, yeah I, no, would like, I would like Juventus yeah. to win this because the diving Spurs don't deserve a quarterfinal place. They are fucking divers. <laughs> <laughs> strong, strong, yeah, strong. Yeah, and yeah. maybe one of the Shakhtar or Roma we would fancy. Roma would be good. Yeah, having Salah back at that place would be good. But, but having said that, I think United will get one of those. They are lucky bastards. <laughs> <laughs> they, they are they are quite lucky to be honest. Uh, you know, personally, uh, personally, I'm torn because I really like uh, I really like UA because I think they're they're kind of like my second club. But you know, I also really want to trash Tottenham. So I don't know. I mean. i would take either to be honest uh, but more probably tottenham because you know i really want to thrash tottenham and uv have had a lot of success in europe generally so you know it would be nice to get one up over tottenham i suppose it will actually be nice to get bayern as well flops going to take care of it so bayern would or be how about well. sevilla sevilla beating united to qualify for the quarter finals <laughs> oh, wait wait let's 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 <laughs> Let's have Sevilla beating United for a separate occasion, and then us drawing United Sevilla in another other separate occasion. Sevilla beating United is in itself huge. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I I like where you guys are going with this. Very uh, very very positive. All right, great. 
Uh, I think you guys have given your picks. I think so. Why? Uh, let's uh, let's find out. Unless I'm wrong, the draws are uh, on Friday, right? Sorry, the Friday post this. Am I right? Or yeah, the weekend after? Yeah, after All Arsenal's right. second leg against Milan, if I'm not wrong. Correct. Right. Right. All right. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's you know hope for a good draw, whatever it is. Um, so, basis of performance in Europe, I think we've been the uh, highest scoring team in Europe. So, do you, well, I mean, in the Champions League specifically, I think. Um, do you think, uh, Nikhil? What do you think, man? Do you think our attack can take on anybody? Bring it on is what you'll say. Yes, uh, if the opponents are attacking. then we can destroy them their defense also if they are sitting back then we might face a lack of creativity but in the champions league we have seen that opponents go for it not like the clubs like swansea or west brom or man united well, you, of the you, premier league swansea swansea was a wrong team man we lost to them yeah they <laughs> passed the bus then hit on the counter or like they use a set piece to score but not in europe in europe they go for it so it uh, we are like good against the opponents who don't park the bus that that we are that we are what, what say you walkers do you do you say bring it on i mean if it's not tottenham do you, you know are you happy to play anybody say real madrid or barca as well you know come quarter finals i don't think opponents do matter at all uh, it's just a draw now uh, you never know two legs no one's going to come to anfield and beat us so Whoever it is, it is it is it is imperative. I think we we can go all the way, like every other team in the tournament. So, but we would we like can. to see more of energy in the Anfield. Yesterday it was okay. We had already qualified, but uh, I am expecting more yes. of the. Yesterday was different. Oh my God, Porto fans were crazy on the ground. So, uh, you know, out out out, out screaming them. Should be done at Anfield, yes, but again, uh, not during the, the silence. Yeah, yeah, that was that yeah, was not, and not too shabby from the Porto fans, as you mentioned. I mean, coming to Anfield and yeah, you man. know, shouting over all of our fans was something else, right? Yeah, um, should be they should be given credit for it. I mean, five nil down, uh, you can't be screaming at the top of your voice for ninety minutes, but they did. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we had the last laugh. We did knock them out. So, but the idiots shouted on uh, during the one-minute uh, silence for Ashtori also. So that was not good. And for more and good then. Yeah, I know that was disrespectful. Yeah, well, yeah, it was disrespectful. But uh, you know, uh, you gotta, you still gotta give it to the fans to come out after a final, knowing that you're gonna exit. And just just going crazy. Gotta wonder how they many had, fans there are probably who do that for their clubs. They they had a 19 year old start in attack, and you know none of their um none of their stars were playing. Like a couple of their stars are not playing. So yeah, it was it was a great atmosphere that they created. But again, it is Anfield and still and unbeaten. Credit, so credit to Cop also like uploading uh, Ika Cassius, the Champions League legend. So that yeah. was a wonderful touch. Poor guy, from- must be his last Champions. Could could easily be his last Champions League game. Yep. Yeah. Most likely, I believe he is running out of his contract. Runs out at the end of the season, yeah. and uh, Porto yeah. are not looking to. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Probably his last season. All right. Uh, the last save he's made in Champions League against Danny Ings. That's good. <laughs> he's he's going to remember that eh I I don't know if Danny Ings is going to remember or he's going to remember but uh, you know good good front, good for him good for him in front of the cup in the 85th minute or 86th minute I'm sure Cassius will remember that Cassius will remember it and I think our fans were very uh, very thankful too you know and you know we did applaud him quite fairly as such and you know we gave him a nice send off to be honest Liverpool fans are class Yeah, that's that's that. That is all. We are class. We are class, aren't we? Yeah, that's uh, that's that's true. That is completely true. I have nothing more to say on that. All right, great. I think uh, let's look forward to uh, you know what the Champions League throws at us. Uh, bring it on, as we've all said, and you know it's going to be an exciting time in the Champions League. But you know, uh, for a change, actually. 
for a change this year we are uh, if i'm not wrong uh, previously whenever we've been in european competitions and this far we've usually relied on our defense and we usually been uh, you know compact and hard to beat we're completely different this year we're like uh, coming at you every minute so a completely different dimension to our game this time around interesting it will be interesting you know talking about yeah sorry you had a point yeah okay yeah looks like he's focused on winning a trophy maybe champions league uh, you yeah, mean that, uh, that, uh, that really was my next question right what do you guys think so my prediction at the start of the season was that we'd uh, we'd make it to the quarters now that you know uh, now that we have uh, i don't really know how much farther we're going to go so what are your predictions guys uh, nikhil what, what about you you think we're going to win it or Are you going to stick stick with a safer prediction? Uh, if we avoid City in quarters or semis, then we can win it. Okay. What about you, uh, Akash? Uh, like I already said, over two legs coming to Anfield and beating is not easy. So, uh, yeah, we have a great chance to go to the final. Whatever whatever happens in Kiev, hard to tell. Mm. But yeah, we have every chance to go. We go there, every chance. Okay, we we surely do. We surely do, man. All right, great. Uh, you know, uh, let's look forward to the next leg, and when we find out the opponent, we'll see. Uh, we'll see how we go about that. But talking and moving on from the Champions League, on Saturday we play Manchester United at the Old Trafford, and I have to say this is a game where. i'm really really looking forward to and it just feels like it's been a while since you know we stomped them yeah. something to united we really need to go give them a smacking you know it's been a while i really hate to see how mourinho plays i really hate to see how united play it just uh, it just not really appealing there just uh, many facets so you know starting off you know nikhil how critical this game is obviously it's a, it's a fight the second spot so you know how critical do you think this game is in the larger is there a mental aspect to it or do you think it's purely from a table standpoint that it's important it's really really important game because if we beat them it's a six pointer actually so if we beat them and win couple of more games after that then we are almost cemented the place second place so then we can um, concentrate on our champions league fixtures so we can rest a few players in the premier league and we can totally focus on champions league so winning against united and a couple of more games after that will definitely cement our place in top 4 and maybe top 2 so it's a very very important game and we are we are going to win that i'm damn sure we are going to repeat the 4-1 performance from 2009 Okay that's a nice brave that's a brave prediction what about uh, what about uh, you uh, akash what do you think what what what's your prediction uh, well what do you think firstly in terms of like how big is the game do you agree it's a six pointer is there a mental edge to this game what do you think initial thought liverpool uh, and old trafford is actually the most viewed viewed game last year so yeah every time liverpool play united it's a huge occasion Uh, you know, in the largest largest scheme, very little effect. I, I think Arsenal are out of top four, are out of the race for top four already. Chelsea don't look like they're going to be back anytime soon. Uh, they might still be. Antonio Conte might uh, keep his job till the end and might push them to the top four. But at the moment, with the new rules, uh, making sure that uh, the fourth place finish also takes you directly to the Champions League and not the qualifiers. So. Two, three, and four are almost the same. Uh, I know, the, I, I know the financial incentives that come with the second place and the third place are different. But yeah, it, losing this game, I don't even want to say that. I'm sure we're not go, going there to you know, drop even a point. But losing is is not the end of the season. Yeah, like like uh, Nikhil said, uh, it would be good to beat them a six pointer and then have time to rest rest some of our players later in the season. But in the larger scheme of things, yeah, it's not 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 a result that we absolutely need. Uh, you, you, yeah, we have. Okay. 
Okay. You know, just, uh, just one more thought here, and this is something that uh, one of our other guests mentioned, right? He said there is a very real possibility that United might just drop out of the top four. Now, considering this is a six-pointer, do you think... Do you think there's a one? Do you think there's a chance that United will, might well can drop out of the top four? And you know, do you think this is one of the games which can you know help push them in towards the wrong side of the table? What do you think, uh, Nikhil? Actually, United are very very lucky to be at the second. They are grinding out the results. No, they are. Daya, Daya. So, it's all David Daya. Yeah, David Daya is. Saving them, even uh, he he saved them more times than Howard Webb did. So, <laughs> <laughs> so they are very very lucky to be there. They have been lucky. So, do you think? Do you think then there's a possibility we can help knock them out of the top four? I really hope that they finish top six, like at the uh, spot six. But I'm not seeing any anything positive from Chelsea or Conte. And if Barcelona get, uh, knock Chelsea out of the Champions League, I see Conte getting sacked. So I don't see a revival of Chelsea is on the cards. So the top four are almost fixed. Almost reached. Okay. What, what do you think, Akash? Do you think United may could drop off well? And do you think the whole Chelsea factor losing to Barcelona? Conte getting sacked is going to help United scrape through to fourth or do you think they'll hold fast for the second and, you know, De Gea is going to help them reach so, the second? Uh, I, I honestly believe Liverpool will finish second. Uh, United do not have what it takes to be finishing second. They are not the second best team in the country, no. Uh, but again, uh, top four is almost done and dusted, like I said. Uh, United do play City and Arsenal, if I'm not wrong. They still have to play a couple of big games. So there is every chance they could capitulate, but come on. Uh, Mourinho knows how to get results out and he probably will continue to do so. I, 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 yes, but Ross Saturday is a good thing for Mourinho. He would love to park the bus, but at Old Trafford, if he's parking the bus, then that's going to piss out the, all the United fans. Oh, no, man. It's not pissing anyone out yet, and I don't think it will piss anyone out. I've read many Manchester United fans say they'd love a 1-0 result when if, if Moreno decides to park the bus. They want to frustrate Liverpool. They want us not to score more than they score. So I oh, know, which is a very odd which is a sad state of affairs because, you know, like, at least, I mean, we may not have to like them, but we've always known at least they play an attacking brand of football, right? They come to yeah. play football, at least they did. It doesn't it doesn't look that way anymore, you know, which is a sad state no, of affairs. Man, uh, but the thing is, they, they do have individual quality in their team, but none of them play together. Not one plays together. Alexis Sanchez was... Uh, the stupid buy by Mourinho. I know he only wanted a player to end the season on a high, but Sanchez never going to be never going to have improved United. Uh, same way. And, I th- uh, suppose if a Liverpool team plays like United do, and every scouser will whistle them out of the stadium. So United's yeah. way has gone down, and like we we always play, play the attacking Liverpool way. Liverpool had a swagger, have I mean, a swagger and will continue to have a swagger. We're never going to be, you know, bogged down by whatever the, you know, whatever the occasion is, whatever the opponent is. We're never going to get bogged down. So, yeah, we, yeah. we're never going to be in that state. I mean, we may not have won uh, many trophies this decade, but we are the most entertaining team in the... And I keep land. telling this to United fans. We, <laughs> we've gone without a... We, we are, we are without, without the Premier League trophy for 26 years now. United are six years into it already. This is their sixth year without a Premier League trophy. They're not too far away from us. And yeah. to be honest, we have a better chance winning it sooner than they do. So, yeah. Yeah, many I think United Plastic uh, fans, fans have left also maybe in these six years. All yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm sure some of them yeah. joined Liverpool as well. Thanks to Clark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, probably a lot of them switched over to City, you know, considering considering yeah. the football they're playing and the other club which kind of like throws money around, it just seems fair, I think. Had, uh, maybe they switched the club to Real Madrid after Ronaldo switched to Real Madrid. <laughs> yeah, they do seem to have a lot of uh, Ronaldo followers, let's put it that way, rather than, you know, a lot of these guys who started watching them because of Ronaldo. So, you know, I don't yeah. I don't get it, but uh, that seems to still be the case. Yes, I also started with Vanister Roy, uh, watching Vanister Roy, but I never became a fan of United because I knew how shitty they are. <laughs> <laughs> for you, my friend. We're happy for you. Uh, yeah. You know, something I wanted to discuss as well. So, obviously, um, there's a whole issue of the brand of football, which I'll come to. But I just want to quickly look at, you know, how each of the individual teams have been doing in terms of form. And the last five games, United have had one loss versus, uh, I think, Newcastle it was. Yeah, versus Newcastle. They've had, uh, they've had one draw versus Sevilla in the Champions League. They lost to Spurs as well. They lost to Spurs. I think that was yes. before the five-game run. So yeah, that was the that was the sixth or the seventh game before. They so actually yeah, actually lost two league games in their last five. They have. That's right. That's right. They've lost two in their last five, which it is a better way to put. I would agree. So you know, considering looking at their form, and you know, they narrowly scraped through a win versus oh, Crystal man. Palace last night oh, as man. well. No, 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 no. So, Manchester United versus Liverpool, no form. There is nothing called form, I am sure. And <laughs> yeah, it just goes out of the window. No form. It just goes nothing. out. Yeah. Liverpool could be losing 10 games on the trot. Go to Old Trafford, they still show up. I'm still fight fight with the results. Very, very possible. Knowing Liverpool and our two-faced nature, yeah, very, very possible. Okay. You're saying there's no, like, uh, there's nothing to do with form. Uh, what do you think, Nikhil? Do you think it doesn't matter what the form is? We've been in great form, by the way. We've, uh, I think, except for a draw in our last five, we've won all the remaining fixtures. So, uh, that, that is apart from last night. So, what do you think? Do you think form broke out of the window? Or do you think, you know, we're in slightly better form and, you know, there's so, that, that says something about the story? Yes, actually, Manchester United versus Liverpool is the one of the biggest fixtures, equivalent to El Clasico. So actually, the most watched last year, the most watched fixture last year, all over the world, was Manchester United versus Liverpool. I think. Yeah, at Old Trafford, the game at Old Trafford last year. Yeah, yeah. So there will be excitement. There will be red cards. There will be red flame in the crowd. And there will be a brave <laughs> Liverpool supporter in the Old Trafford end, Stratford end. So, <laughs> so everything yeah. will be that. Hopefully, Mourinho will not take the game out, uh, life out of that game by parking the bus. Yeah, let's uh, let's hope not. I mean, looking back to the earlier fixture, right? Um, it was a completely well. I mean, we tried, but United just came over to Anfield to park the bus. And talking about which it's a very, very real concern. I mean, going back quite a bit, I think even, I think the time we played them before that in the Europa as well, you know, uh, they were they were quite defensive and we won against them, you know, ba- uh, at, our, at Anfield. So, do you think parking the bus is going to be the case with Mourinho? And I mean, forget about what United fans think. What does Mourinho think? Is he going to come park the bus? Uh, yeah, um, no, I don't think... Um... Marina has another option. Uh, he can't open up. He doesn't have uh, enough, you know. His team doesn't have enough to blow Liverpool away. Uh, if you're gonna, if you're gonna match Liverpool's intensity, we were far better than Manchester United. Uh, you know, the problem for Marina is, yeah, if he does park the bus, they'll find it very difficult to come anywhere near our box. So if he if he if he really needs a result, he has to open up. But if he does open up, Liverpool are gonna blow them away. So I think Moreno, knowing Moreno, he he'd love to be safe and play with the bus. He may play like Ander Herrera and McTominay both in the game-breaking role. So man marking Mo Salah or Mane. Yeah, I think. 
best part is yeah, yeah we, we, we've seen uh, morino have players man mark certain playmakers but liverpool have three Salah's man Salah's space is too much i think Salah's space yeah, is too liverpool much. have three man who is he going to mark yeah. we have three up front and you can mark one you can mark two you can't mark all three if you if you're marking all three you're three man down chamberlain creates a lot of spaces for uh, yeah, exactly i mean we have so much quality in our side right now you can't man mark people that's not how you beat liverpool no yeah and how, also talking just about, about their attacking uh, play yeah talking about their attacking just about play. yeah so fred yeah i think uh, he would like to he would like matic to free pogba but i don't think even mahatma gandhi can free pogba <laughs> 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 it's going to be a long 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 struggle i guess yeah <laughs> but uh, you know but something that you said earlier right you said um, obviously they're going to try like you know some you know blocking a space in the middle and looking at their injury list they have felini the big tower as well as ander herrera out so obviously that means that you know they bound to play matic and pogba in the middle with so i i'm guessing that's a good thing I, i'm guessing that should leave some spaces because pogba does seem to give away the ball quite easily or well a little weakly Yes, our guys like Firmino are very good at uh, off the ball play. They press it high on the pitch and they win the ball most often. So everywhere on the pitch, we would be like winning the game, winning the balls and counter attacking. So that's a great sign for Liverpool. Yeah, they yeah. should. Uh, it should be. Yeah, sorry, go for it. You had a point. Yeah, uh, you you asked about Pogba, right? Uh, I I I still do believe he's he's a really good player. Uh, thanks to Mourinho, he's he's not been portrayed as one. But uh, you know, if he's allowed space and time on the ball, he can can hurt us. But I do believe Emre Can and the form that he's in, he's going to get the better of Pogba. I I okay. think Chan Chan's going to be on Pogba for most of the game. Yeah. That is if if even if Pogba gets on the ball. Let's let's start there. Uh, given Pogba gets on the ball, given we lose the ball, given United even play football, I think Chan's going to get the better of Pogba. If he plays on the right side, and our um, English Roberto Carlos will take care of him. Scottish, I think. <laughs> Scottish, yes, that's right. That's right. You see, uh, that, you know, that's that, that's a really good point actually. Pogba playing on the left of the midfield three, he will have to go back and uh, track Salah down. Yeah, that's interesting. Pogba is not going to track anyone down, so we'll have a free. Salah will have a lot of space. Should have a lot of space. Yeah, he can go behind the defense yeah. and uh, feed that's, the crosses. Even James Milner can do that. That's a that's a really good point, right? They should definitely have a lot of space, but. um you know so obviously with pogba you know well underperforming for the past two seasons no quality he's got a lot of quality sorry uh, bad pun but uh, what do you guys think so you know i mean akash you already mentioned you know that uh, sanchez was a really stupid buy you know just a po- show pony kind of buy but uh, nikhil what do you think man do you think sanchez has a role to play in this game that man who kind of rejected us uh, you know four years ago is now gone to united trying his luck but he's still seeming to play quiet poorly what do you think if he plays for united that's a bad thing for them because when he's around uh, players tend to give him give him the ball rather than taking the shots themselves or thinking of anything else they give it to him so that's an advantage for us and he's a bit slow and against our pressing and the form of emre chan and chamberlain we are going to win take the ball away from him so he won't be visible he will be like a ozil kind of invisible guy playing in a big match so i think play, uh, playing sanchez would be a good thing for us okay very good point. i think a very good point actually sanchez playing uh, actually slows manchester united on if that is even possible i mean first of all united move the ball very slow and on top of it sanchez who takes like 10 minutes for every pass yeah it's good having him play against us is good arsenal <laughs> at least move the ball quickly arsenal at least used to move the ball quickly and 
yeah so sanchez got chances when they, he played against us uh, for arsenal but united nah he's not 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 a real threat for us no okay fair enough uh, not a real threat okay you know one area which you know um, united have really degraded at and you know where we've really improved over the past couple of months is uh, you know the center backs basically the so we have jones and smalling playing in the middle and to be honest i've never really rated them very highly and this season they continue to show me why because with their lapses of concentration they just make stupid mistakes and let you know degea you know save their asses and i mean multiple locations so what do you guys think do you guys would you would you say you know our defense is definitely better than theirs at this point with jones and smalling on their end and you know by on the bench basically yes uh, smalling coming from a non league football doesn't have that quality that vvd or uh, our matip does so our uh, defenders are better than smalling and lindelof he is like a inflated player like he is united have paid too much for him and he's going to against us he's going to like he will be destroyed by our attack <laughs> do you think he's do you think his quality was inflated or do you think rather it's mourinho who's kind of like bringing out the worst in him which which seemingly is with a lot of players under him uh, mourinho works well with the defenders i think when it comes to creative foot, footballers or attacking players he makes them sight so it's the maximum ability of lindelof but that is not good enough against us so that i think makes like perfect sense uh, surprisingly what, what what do you think akash do you agree jones jones smalling lindelof not good enough uh, you know for the league and if you know either three of them start we're going to have a field day i think there's eric bai as well who i don't know i don't know if he's injured i don't think he's injured but who i thought was a good bai is just but getting back to be on the bench as well bai is getting, getting back, back. Uh, no, for for your first question, is our defense better than theirs? Uh, our backline is better than theirs. The individuals in our backline are better than theirs. But as a defensive unit, uh, Mourinho's teams are always good. So yeah, as a defensive unit, United are better than Liverpool. Uh, even even after Van Dijk, as a defensive unit, they're better. But uh, Smalling, Jones, and Lindelof against Salaman and Firmino, yeah, there is just one winner there. I yeah I want to I want to have that evil, evil smiley on my face right now because I'm like haha let's see how it this goes this should be fun for us <laughs> it should be a treat for us I think I, I, oh. I'm sure uh, United's most important player will be Nemanja Matić uh, if he has an off day or if he picks up an injury early or something we're running right no doubt in that. <laughs> it uh, that is you know that I I completely agree. I think Matic at the base of the midfield is going to be key to the way they play. Um, if he has a bad day, gets injured or something of the sort, uh, well they don't have uh, Herrera or uh, uh, Fellaini as well to fill in the slot. So I think we could definitely have Carrick. a field day. Or Carrick actually, or Carrick. yeah, their CDM will be Phil Jones if 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 Matic is not available. Okay, that's I, I. I mean, that's great. That's uh, you know good for us. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, But one thing is, when, uh, Mourinho has never lost by more than four goals or five goals. I have never seen that. Wenger has lost. Klopp has lost with a scoreline of zero five. But I haven't seen Mourinho lose lose a game like no, with a margin of four. Didn't he lose to Barca versus uh, Madrid? You know, uh, playing uh, as a Madrid yeah, manager a in his minute. first Clasico, five one, right? Unless I'm wrong. Oh, that is fine. No? Four or five. Yeah, no. that's uh, that was very rare, baby. No, see, I want to uh, see him lose a 4-0 in Premier League. Mourinho's teams rarely give space for opposition teams to score for however good you are. To be honest, I mean, they're gonna drop deeper and deeper the more you score. So it's very little chance for you to score four. Yeah. Yeah. That's not shocking. Not shocking. There is a reason why Burnley also don't uh, don't lose games by four goals. Yeah, I, I I agree with you guys. I think just the way he set up defensively is just quite impossible to put four past. Uh, you know the way he sets up teams. Ah, uh, you know, I just at this point, I just want to take a quick break. You know, take a breather, 
And, you know, let's get back and then we'll quickly speak about, you know, Liverpool and how we are going to set up and how we're going to take the game to them. So, you know, see you guys in uh, just a while. One, one thing we've learned about Mourinho over the years, he is just a terrible snide. And he, he, he loves having a little pop at people, whether it's his own fans. And, you know, he's built up enough credit with the fans over, over the last couple of seasons that they will probably take this. You know, it's not the first time he's done it. He's not, it's not the first time he's done it this season. Talked about how, how quiet the fans were, but... I suppose another manager might say, well, maybe the onus is on me to play, to get my team playing the sort of football that is going to get the fans on their feet rather than simply just kicking out after quite a routine 2-0 win. Mm. Why now, Crossy? What, what I, I'm surprised about yesterday is, I mean, there's a great story in the back of the Sunday Mirror this morning about sort of Bobby Charlton's sort of emotional letter and, and, mm-hmm. and Munich, and it was the tribute to, to Munich I mean, when you when you look back upon the, the Munich tragedy, it's just English football. I mean, the disaster that happened with the, the, the Munich air crash has will never be, ever be forgotten. And I thought that the way Old Trafford yesterday marked it with, with the fans, with with banners, an incredibly poignant as I saw it, a minute silence. It was. It felt to me as if there should be, and rightfully so. Despite obviously being being a you know an important game for United, something of a sombre mood, and I felt that that basically Mourinho picking up on this point yesterday, bordered on really I thought this is the dis- disrespectful. This could be an explanation. Yeah, and I felt that it, it was a really strange piece of timing. I felt Mourinho annoys me when when he goes for the fans and that. We don't need no thoughts control. No dark sarcasm in the classroom. Teacher, leave them kids alone. And we are back, folks. Uh, so, we've spoken about Porto, we've spoken about uh, Mourinho, his tactics, his players, some injuries, you know, form not making any difference. And finally, let's get down to the heart of the matter. I mean, it's Liverpool after all. Um, so, boys, uh, firstly, you know, uh, Nikhil, maybe what do you think? Who are we going to play? So, we rested. Um, we rested Salah and Van Dijk, so, you know, sl- do they s- slot in straight back for you? Any changes from the general uh, lineup that we play? What, you know, what are your picks for the formation? Yeah, I will play Carriers, Robertson, Van Dijk, Lauren and uh, Arnold. Then my midfield would be Chan, Chamberlain and... One of Milner or Henderson, then Firmino, Salah, and Mane. Yeah, I think the front three kind of picks itself out. What do you think, Akash? Same, same kind of lineups. Anything different? Yeah, uh, yeah. Like you said, the front three actually picks itself. Uh, there are very few options in other roles. Uh, I think at right back, Gomez or Trent. Uh, Trent got the battle of Marshall at Old Trafford and Gomez at Anfield. So. Will be interesting who 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 starts there. I think Trent because of his you know attacking attacking ability. Uh, uh, and in midfield, I'd go with Emre Chan, Wayne Alam, whom we've almost forgotten recently, and Oxley Chamberlain. I think Wayne Alam has a stomach yeah. problem. He's back. He's, he back. he's back. He's back. He's he oh. he he was an in, he. Posted on Instagram that he is back and fit for this game. That was a funny yeah. decision. <laughs> That's right. We have a we have a really fully fit squad. To be honest, I don't. I can't think of any major injuries apart from Lalana, who's just getting back. I think we have I'm a really telling, strong squad. I was, I was just telling uh, Nikhil Robertson, probably doubtful, might just come back. He picked up a knock recently. Uh, who else? Um, Henderson's picked up a knock. Henderson's picked up a knock as well. Uh, he's not completely fit yet. 
Mm, who else? Ginny. Ginny is coming back. Uh, Ginny is back. Yes, I think I think everyone else in the squad is Nathaniel back. Nathaniel Klein. Klein's not. Klein, of course. Yes. Yeah, that, those are the four I was reading about. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's uh, that that's fair. I think uh, obviously Klein long term injury, uh, so can't do in much about that. But apart from these guys, and you know Henderson's been you know back and forth. All Sorry, of our first teams fit. Yeah. All of our first teams fit. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a pretty good sign to be honest. Um, you know, talking about a couple of key players though who really stepped up their game. Uh, I really firstly want to speak about Carrius, guys. I mean, this guy. Just a few weeks ago, fans were deriding him. You know, we were just like, uh, really, really need a new goalkeeper ASAP. Maybe we still do. I don't know, but. He's really stepped up to the plate, hasn't he, Akash? Uh, he's uh, he's really like started proving himself over the past three four games. Okay, uh, no, we don't need another keeper. No, Karius was the second best keeper in Bundesliga just a couple of years ago. Uh, all the fans have slated him after six games or seven Liverpool games were seriously stupid. Uh, I just can't believe what I read at that time. I, you know. Half of what, half of the, half of the, you know, half of the reason why Carius was constantly impeded was because of Simon Mignolet's mistakes. You, you can't, you, you can only replace Mignolet with a Dahia, and that is when the fans will be feel completely happy. Uh, so even the smallest of the mistakes from Carius were, were shown, were shown everywhere in the media, and everyone made sure they labeled Carius. Uh, 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 not a good keeper, but no, he 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 was one of the best in Bundesliga, and I'm sure he is staying at Liverpool for a long time. I have no doubt. I never had a doubt in him, and I don't doubt him anymore. No, that's great. You know, it's nice to see some faith. National corners soon. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So yeah, I think exactly. he's doing quite well. But now that Neuer's is- injured. Ter Stegen is Germany's first choice, and after Ter Stegen, it's either Leno or uh, Timo Horn. Timo Horn, yeah. Either Leno or Lars Karius, yeah. It's good. I, I have, I have, I never doubted. I never had a doubt in Karius, and I never. I yeah, don't. might just have an outside chance, you know, uh, of making it to the German squad. Let's see. We will find out. But you know, talking about uh, his upturn in form. Uh, Nikhil, do you think it's uh, too early to say? Do you think this is just an upturn in form? We've seen Mignolet in the past really finishing season strongly. Even last season, if I remember correctly, finished very strongly. Do you think it's just one of those things where he's finished strongly, or, or do you think like you know truly his quality is shining through and he's going to cement his place, or has already cemented his place? He has a great attrib- goalkeeping attributes like uh, sh- uh, short stopping and. Uh, clear clearance and uh, giving uh, releasing the ball early, but his dist- distribution was not good that good in the last season. However, after five or six game, you can't judge a uh, goalkeeper. And last season, uh, we, he didn't get a good run of games, so he was always under the shadow of Minole, who was error erroneous. But this season, Klopp has put an arm around him and told him that. You are the number one goalkeeper here, and given that confidence, and with that confidence, uh, a confidence can give a world good of things for a, a player. So, with that confidence, he's performing really well, and hopefully, it will be continuing in seasons to come. And we we don't need to spend like around 50 or 100 million on Roma's goalkeeper. Yeah, no, I agree. I think the fee being quoted was closer to. Uh, 100 million euros for Allison so that crazy amount of money for a goalkeeper unheard of even uh so considering that so let's you know hoping that Karius continues to stay as first choice um obviously we need a new second choice uh do you think you know it's going to be Ward who well hasn't gotten too many minutes this season or do you think uh, we need somebody who's a second choice and an understudy to Karius so what do you think uh, Akash Yeah. Um, see, uh, Mignolet is being binned in the summer. We're not having him beyond the summer, no. As far as that's 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 how I can see it. Uh, I've heard. Hope uh, so. Yeah. Hope so. Yeah. So, Carius uh, uh, is 24, 25. I'm not sure about his age, but not more than 25. 
So Danny Ward is is also at the similar similar age. So we we actually need a need an experienced shot stopper in at least for the dressing room if not for the first team. Uh, I maybe someone like a Cassius, you know, just for a season or two before uh, Cassius can become our first and Danny Ward can learn from him. So maybe that is the way to go. I don't know. I I rate I rate Danny Ward a lot. Like I rate him high. and he done wonders at huddersfield bringing huddersfield back to premier league uh, but i don't think klopp rates him that much or his uh, goalkeeping staff so no he, th- there is a reason he is still with liverpool he does rate him maybe not for the first team yet but he does rate him if he, if, he, if not he would have been already out of liverpool by now yeah yeah I, yeah Klopp does call, uh, you know, the players he doesn't need well. Deadwood's quite quickly, which is one thing I like about him. Ah, uh, so okay, assuming you know, Carius continues, we have Ward, and we might get you know a, a third choice or like somebody to fill Mignolet's spot. That that does sound like you know we're sorting our goalkeeping situation out. Ah, uh, but just just uh, just a point at that, right? So obviously we've uh, we've mentioned that you know Mignolet was very error prone, but so was the defense in front of him and. I think one observation, and I don't know if it's overstated. Obviously, we've we've well we've no, had not, not so. Do you think? Yeah, do you think? Uh, you know, it just uh, generally our organization at the backs gotten better, which is helping Carius. Or do you think organization at the back has nothing to do with it? Carius is solely, you know, it's his quality. Uh, if you're asking me, Carius, he he is top class. Honestly. I've I've seen I've seen I also watch a lot of Bundesliga. I've seen Karius. I've seen him many games last season and a couple of seasons ago. He's he's really good. I mean, he he pulls out saves that you can't imagine. He he has that in him to pull out saves like that. And added to it, his distribution and all. He he he's he is a solution to the long term problems for Liverpool in goalkeeping. He might have his ups and downs, but yeah, I do think we should stick with him. Okay, no, fair enough. Yeah, good point. Uh, that save versus Newcastle really comes to mind. What a beauty of a save! Uh, uh, oh, great. Uh, so moving on from Carius, uh, you know, I think one uh, final thing. One final thing about yeah. the goalkeeping situation. Uh, sure, there is sure. no way Liverpool need to spend forty mil or fifty mil on a goalkeeper. No, we are not in that situation anymore. We are getting better at it, and no, we and we don't have to spend fifty or sixty on Alisson anymore. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I think I let Klopp decide, but I don't think we do either. Law, I think I think we look fairly so, sorted in a way. So hopefully, Danny Ward becomes uh, second choice, and you know somebody else steps in in his place as well. Uh, all right, great. So that's uh, you know that's Carius and his great run of form and his quality really shining through. Uh, but moving further, uh, uh, you know, uh, upward, you know, in midfield. Uh, so uh, we had uh, we had Henderson who had a fantastic game versus Newcastle, uh, and you know uh, everyone everyone saying hey you know uh, all the all the stick that he's getting unfair. He's he there was also a recent statistic which came out which shows he's. he's one of the longest passing midfielders which means his pass distance was the highest amongst you know his contemporaries um considering a lot of things and you know his injury uh, his injuries what what do you guys think i mean just generally wondering about it he, after quite a while i could think of one game where you know henderson really held it by the scruff of his neck and really like you know played his part towards the result so i did, it does that You know, does that still show that you know injuries haven't like you know ravaged him yet, uh, Nikhil? Or you know, am I reading too much into this? He was a great player in that uh, run we had under Brendan Rodgers uh, in 2014 and 15. And if he had not got that red card, we would might have won the league then. But uh, coming back after the injury, uh, he's still a great player. He's uh, composure on the ball is still great and his main attribute is the switching of play so he can pass it long and he can switch the play so that really helps in attacking part of our, our uh, liverpool so he's a asset to liverpool uh, rather than a liability that few fans were saying 
and he is still our captain so i am completely backing him to to be at anfield for another 4 5 years and hopefully some few trophies down the line yeah all right what what do you think akash same thoughts a long great game after quite a while coming back from injury injured once again unfortunately so what do you think man one off good game or you know more good games in the pipeline going to stick around uh, i might be going too deep into this but uh, henderson's games at the start of the season or in the previous season were at a time where liverpool uh, were in a situation where they didn't want to lose we have we, right now we are we are into every game we we were going to every game thinking about scoring thrice not even twice but a couple a year, an year ago we were not like this we 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 had to we were initially you know more interested in not losing and we were on the safer side for most of most of the game only pushing ahead when we find space and in such a system henderson was not good because he was only slowing things down uh, like everyone criticized him sideways passes uh, position without without any any real substance that's what he was criticized for but what you can see now is liverpool wanting to win every game and uh, starting every game on the front foot and this is where henderson's at his best i mean he's happy pinging balls 60 40 60 yards uh, without even without having a problem of having to defend again you know he, he doesn't have to worry about losing the ball anymore because we have we are strong enough to win it back quickly all these do matter and i do believe the change in form is because of the system i he he can be more confident on the ball he can be more you know creative on the ball and that's where he's he's, he's at his best you, you, we do remember his best games have been uh, playing in an advanced role uh, like uh, top bins from 40 yards you do remember those games so yeah henderson's a better player when we are on the attack and till we are we are playing in this system yeah he 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 is an important part of our game great that is a, that is a fantastic point akash uh, that whole mental aspect of the team and what was required of him completely changing from you know last season start of this season to where we are right now that's a that's a really a good point and you know i uh, you know let fans kind of ponder about that um but again uh, so moving on uh, you know don't want to get too deep into the henderson conversation moving on um So there's our little man Salah. Uh, do you guys, uh, do you guys think he's going to score again versus this comes? Do you think he's going to stick it to the man Mourinho who sold him when he was at Chelsea? What do you think, Akash? Uh, and then maybe Nikhil, you can go after. Uh, score a hat trick at Old Trafford, and I'll be Muslim too. <laughs> <laughs> It's been going around, hasn't it? It's been going around. Yeah. What about you, Nikhil? What do you think? Yeah, he will run right. at uh, old trafford and a lot of hype going about uh, david dehia but after his performance against salah he will he will be destroyed actually so it will be a goal feast from liverpool and there will be red flames all around the old trafford we <laughs> 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 i, I like look, it i like it full from firmino and what sorry two more from firmino I know the goal from Mourinho. Firmino, and a copy of celebration from Mane. Yeah, about Mane. <laughs> Someone show Mane Gerard celebration at Old Trafford, please. Let him kiss the camera if he scores. Oh, hopefully. <laughs> is he around social media so that we can suggest him? Sadio ain't. Sadio is not on social media. Sadio oh. ain't. Is it? Okay. That's very sad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, last, I, you know, I, I really hope Salah scores too. To be honest, it'd be nice if he can stick it to Mourinho, tell him, "Hey, man, you just, you have no idea what you're doing." Uh, that'll be nice. Uh, I think just uh, the last I thing what I would like from you guys. Yeah, sorry, you had a point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Salah should uh, win the race against that diving cane. Salah deserves the Player of the Year award. So he should, he should win that race. probably not over de bruyne no i know that is a topic for another cast but yeah over de bruyne no but he should win against that diamond yeah game. golden boot yeah golden boot should be salah man yeah yeah i i really hope it's salah man he really deserves it uh, i think he's been he's been phenomenal he's he's overachieved like 
ten times over what was expected of him. Um, okay. One last thing. Uh, we're at Old Trafford. Uh, Mourinho is going to be there. Uh, stone faced. Going to park the bus. You know, he's going to try man marking our best players. Uh, we know what's going to happen. So, you know, final final predictions. What, what predictions? do you What do you think, Nikhil? Sorry, you're asking for score predictions. Score predictions. Yes, please. Nikhil first, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> nice way to plan that off. All right, Nikhil. Yeah, I am go. I am going for a four-one of that 2009. Same four-one. Maybe red card for Lindelof. Nikhil will get the red card then. Lindelof will get the red card now. <laughs> and who are your who are your scorers, Nikhil? Who's scoring on this night? So obviously, Sara Salah is scoring, and who else is scoring? I hope one goal from Chamberlain, uh, and if uh, Robertson is there, one goal for him, debut goal, and maybe a header for Matip or Lauren. Okay, cool. Uh, Akash, your predictions, my friend, and who's going to score uh, them? As much as I'd love four-one, uh, I think Liverpool will be happy with a two-nil. Uh, I think it'll be a two-nil scoreline with. Trent Alexander Arnold with a free kick, and my man Mo. Yeah, and my man Mo scoring a second, hopefully. Okay, beauty, beauty. I that that man Trent takes some like killer free kicks. So that guy is awesome. Uh, all right, great. So a four-one and a two-nil. Okay, my prediction is we're gonna win three-one. With uh, well, each of our front three getting a getting a goal, they all deserve it. And uh, one goal, I I don't know. I just I just feel it's us to concede somewhere. I so. don't know. I don't know why I get a strange feeling. Ashley Young. Ashley Young. Oh man, I I, I don't want to say Maybe anything. Yeah, or Jan Mata. That prick has always been scoring against us. <laughs> he's a he's a good player. Again, destroyed by I I I wouldn't mind if Jan Mata scores one. I mean, I would like it if he didn't. But if anybody scores, I hope it. You know, I wouldn't mind if it's him. To be honest. All right, Lukaku, great. I'm sure Lukaku is having a similar game like at Anfield. One touch in our box and all that. <laughs> First touch. <one> touch. <laughs> yeah, he's. Um, I think that's the reason we haven't discussed him on the pod. You see, like I only discuss about key players, so I didn't think he was key enough to, you know, spend a moment on. So we we know he's going to have a poor game, right? Um, all right, great. Uh, I I think uh, I think that's all we have the time for on this show. Um, thanks a lot for joining on, guys. It was a great discussion, and thank you all to all our listeners as well. Um, cheers, everyone, and have a good day. Thanks, guys. It starts with one thing. I don't know why. It doesn't even matter how hard you try. Keep that in mind. I'm designed to try to explain in due time. Oh, I know. Time is a valuable thing. Watch it fly by as the pendulum swings. Watch it count down to the end of the day. The clock takes life away. It's so unreal. Didn't look out below. Watch the time go right out the window. Trying to hold on, but didn't even know I wasted it all just to watch you go. I kept everything inside, and even though I tried, it all fell apart. What it meant to me will eventually be a memory of a time I tried so hard and got so far. But in the end, it doesn't even matter. I had to fall to lose it all. But in the end, it doesn't even matter. One thing I don't know why it doesn't even matter how hard you try. That in mind, I designed this rhyme to remind myself how I tried so hard. In spite of the way you were mocking me, acting like I was part of your property, remembering all the times you fought with me, I'm surprised it got so. Things aren't the way they were before. You wouldn't even recognize me anymore. Not that you knew me back then, but it all comes back to me in the end. You kept everything inside, and even though I tried, it all fell apart. What it meant to me will eventually be a memory. I tried so hard.